you guys can clap for him as he comes up. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, so I have a friend, and they're always starting conflicts. Like, it's like they want enemies to be enemies with their friend. They're like, like they're so criticized. But like, they're always criticizing, and like, you know, it's kind of annoying. And then, like, argues with um everyone in the friend group. Uh, so my, my one that I have, so that's not too serious, but um, I talked to my friend on the bus, and we were just talking about random stuff, and I said either. He was like, either? What do you mean either? Like, like, you know, the way he would say certain words. And uh, literally, he was saying, talking about Thanos. And like, he said, he's a Thanos. Like, it's Thanos. Wait. I have a friend. He's my bud. And every time someone misspells a word, he has to bring the dictionary to them. And it's very, very annoying because even if you correct your own word, he will correct it for you. Um, I, when they felt offended by what you said, or when you know I felt offended by what they say, and then like, yeah. So 
let's go ahead and start. So the two people we're going to talk about um, are Paul um, and a guy named Barnabas. Um, I had a friend in school named Barnabas. I didn't actually know his name was Barnabas because he went by Barnes. Um, but he was a really cool guy. And I think he was actually named after Barnabas because his parents were missionaries. Um, so the first person I just mentioned here was Paul. Does anybody have any thoughts about who Paul is or was or did? Or, yeah. So he was not a disciple, but he was super important as an apostle. But continue. Thoughts? Uh, a hint here is his name wasn't always Paul. Uh, yeah, what is, what, is, what is his name used to be? Saul. Yeah, his name used to be Saul. Um, does anybody know how his name became Paul or like when? Um, any thoughts? Yeah, all good, all good there. Um, so yeah, so Paul, um, so I'm going to give some context before we read because there's, there's some historical context that's important to understanding some of the things that happened here. Um, so there was a guy, his name used to be Saul. Uh, he was a Jew. He was actually a Pharisee. He was super like well-learned, which means like he knew his things really well. Like he knew um, the scriptures, like, like the back of his hand. So he was really good. Um, he was a good Jew, <laughs> um, in, in a sense, because he, he knew his things really well. Um, and he was, after Jesus died, um, many of his followers uh, became heavily uh, persecuted um, by the, the, the Jews of the time, right? Because they were like, you guys are Christians, but like, like there's, there's no Christ, like why are you Christians? And so they were being persecuted. And um, Saul was one of the main persecutors of Christians, so he would go, um, he would go around um, getting permission from different Jews to go and go find Christians. So he'd be like chasing down Christians, going to different towns, like knocking down doors, like dragging people. Um, he was actually there when the first Christian uh, was martyred, which means um, the first Christian died for their faith. He was actually like there. He was like holding people's coats as they like killed the guy. Um, so this was Saul, um, and Saul was like, "All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to." Um, uh, Damascus to go to go to go get some more Christians, um, and on his way to Damascus, uh, this happens in Acts, Acts nine. Uh, we're not gonna read. You can read it on your own time. It's actually really cool what happens. Um, but uh, in Acts nine, uh, Paul is on his way to Damascus uh, to go and persecute Jews, um, and and the Lord is like, no, <laughs> absolutely no, uh, absolutely not. And so the Lord actually stops him um, on his way to Damascus. Um, and then blinds him and says, like, I am Jesus. Why are you persecuting my people? So Jesus just, like, pulls up uh, from heaven and just like, dude, like, why are you killing my people? Um, and he, he, he has this experience with Jesus where Jesus tells him, like, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Like, you know, if you want um, to live, <laughs> basically, and if you want to actually know what life is, um, it's not what you're doing right now. Um, it's, uh, like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so um, Saul's name becomes changed to Paul, and Paul ends up being one of the first Christian missionaries. The dude literally wrote like half of the New Testament. So uh, this dude who was out here like killing Christians <laughs> ends up becoming uh, one of the first um, one of the first missionaries who like we know a Christianity becoming in. Belinda? I have a question. So yeah, is God the one who changed his name or he changed his own name? Uh, let's see. Um, we're gonna have to read to get that exact that exact one, but it's, it's in it's in Acts nine when uh, what's it called? He has the encounter. Uh, 
Yeah, the conversion of songs. So if you read Acts 9, it'll give the details. Uh, I'm not. The whole scripture? Like the whole chapter? Uh, yeah, it's okay. somewhere in there. <laughs> that first uh, chapter 9. Um, so that's who Paul is. And he's the first, first he's like one of the main people we're going to talk about today. And it's helpful for you guys to have that context. Um, does anybody know who Barnabas is? But he was super important. <laughs> he was super important, but he was not a disciple. Yeah. Um, so Barnabas, uh, he was also one of the he was Barnabas was one of the first um, one of the first Christians uh, who uh, you know became a Christian after Jesus died. Um, and Barnabas uh, was there from the beginning. Um, one second, let me make sure I'm about to pull this up correctly. Yeah, and so Barnabas' name actually means son of encouragement. Um, he was one of the first Jews who became a Christian, um, and so a lot of early churches met in his house, and he was super influential in um, being able to uh, kind of uh, start the church up really early on. Um, we'll actually see uh, in, uh, let's see, do 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 uh, at the end of chapter 9, um, we're going to see how Barnabas and, uh, and Paul first meet, because these are like two kind of random guys, but like, God kind of connects them in a pretty special way. Um, and uh, this happens at the end of uh, chapter 9. Let me make sure I got this Yeah, and so uh, I'm going to read really quickly. Um, how they actually get connected in Acts chapter 9, verses 26 um, and 27. <laughs> and so here's the context. So uh, Paul just gets converted uh, into being uh, a Christian. So this guy who was going around killing people is like now <laughs> supposed to be uh, saying the word of God. And so nobody rocks with Paul, right? So the Jews are like, uh, you used to persecute Jews, and now you're not. So we don't rock with you anymore because you're not a Jew anymore. And the Christians are like, you used to persecute us and kill us, and so we don't rock with you anymore. And so uh, Paul is kind of stuck in this place where like nobody rocks with Paul, um, and so he's kind of like trying to escape to like not get killed because the Jews want to kill him and the Christians don't want to take him in because he was just killing Christians. And so, can somebody read Acts chapter nine verses twenty six and twenty seven to see how these two men connect to begin with? Yeah. Yeah, so you can kind of see in those two verses um, really early on how, um, I, I just as I mentioned, that uh, as, as Paul was trying to uh, escape um, the Jews who were trying to kill him, the other Christians didn't want to take him in. Um, but, but Barnabas ends up standing up for, for Paul, and he was like, hey, like, like this dude has actually changed. He's not the same person he used to be. Um, like, let's, let's take him in. Let's protect him uh, because he is actually doing the Lord's work. Um, and so that's how these two men uh, start to meet, um, and they form a really good relationship. Um, and so over some time, these two men go, so right now, this is in Jerusalem. Um, in this next uh, 
passage we're going to read in Acts, we'll see that these two men uh, kind of join forces, um, and the church prays over them, and God is like, uh, I need two people to go tell like the entire world about me. <laughs> and so they, they pray, and the Lord chooses um, Paul and Barnabas um, to go and to spread the word um, of the Lord. And so we're going to pick up on this story in Acts chapter 12, um, verses 25 um, through uh, 13, verse 6. And so if, someone, if y'all can flip to, to Acts, chapter 20, Acts chapter 12, verses um, 25. Nice. And would somebody be willing to read that um, from 25 up through 13, verse 6 for us? Can somebody give us a quick summary of what just happened here in these uh, seven verses? Um, you know, starting with uh, how Paul and Barnabas got chosen, and then they kind of go somewhere. Um, but yeah, can, can somebody give me a quick, quick rundown of what just happened? This is actually the first like official mission trip <laughs> that happens for, for Christians. Um, and so so after the church prays over them, they get sent off. Um, and uh, yeah, not not mention this, but they, they end up taking somebody with them. Um, they they say his name is John, also known as Mark, or Mark also known as John. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna call him John Mark. <laughs> um, and that name Mark just sounded a little familiar. Um, 
but they end up taking Mark, and Mark is actually um, Barnabas's cousin, right? And so Barnabas's cousin uh, comes along with John, um, with Barnabas's cousin uh, John Mark comes comes along um, with with him and um, and Paul on their first missionary trip, um, and so now it's and he's like he's basically like their assistant, <laughs> and so they they, they go off um, to to start preaching the gospel. Um, and the location that they stopped at in verse six um, is a little bit relevant, uh, as we'll see, uh, called um, Pathos. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to jump in um, at uh, verse thirteen, um, uh, verse thirteen, verse thirteen, thirteen, <laughs> chapter thirteen, verse thirteen. Um, and what happens in between is, you know, they, they ran into the sorcerer and then like Bar Jesus. I don't know why they're Bar Jesus, like fake Jesus or something. Um, but they, they, they go up to the dude and they're like, you're a false prophet. Um, and then they show that he's a false prophet and people start believing. And so uh, that's what happens in those verses. But we're just going to jump in at 13. Um, uh, yeah, can, can somebody read chapter 13, verse 13 for us, nice and loud? Can I want the guy? Oh, never mind, actually. I uh, can't if you got it. Yeah, and so, yeah, they, they've, they've kind of done some work in Paphos, and they go off to this next place, um, and then, uh, you know, the, the only, um, the writer of Acts only says this in one line, um, he just says, like, John left, and he goes back to Jerusalem. Um, there's not much context here of, like, why John leaves, um, why John uh, kind of departs, but these guys are on a missionary journey, so that means they've, like, left their home, they left everybody that they know, and it's kind of just the three of them who are visiting churches and spreading the gospel. And all of a sudden, like, John kind of, like, pieces out for them. Um, he kind of, like, hits them with a little, like, nalzy nalz, like, peace out. And, you know. <laughs> and so he, he kind of pieces out. Um, and we're going to see later on that this actually becomes a huge problem that uh, John Mark, who was, you know, the, the, the trio, now becomes um, a duo because John Mark left. Um, and we don't know why. The Bible doesn't um, explicitly mention this. Uh, but it becomes really relevant in the friendship of Paul and Barnabas because of this. Um, and so, uh, let's, let's uh, jump to Acts chapter 15, uh, verse 36. Um, so, I'm going to fast forward to Acts chapter yeah, 15, verse 36. Yeah, and so we're going to read from 36 to 41. Um, can, we, can we have some takers here? I'll love if a guy can, can stand up and uh, can I write it and read for us. Um, yeah, this is something that then y'all might be kind of standing up for the guys here to, to read. <laughs> uh, so can, can you read um, Acts chapter uh, 15, verses 36 through and so this is at the end of the first missionary journey. It's been about um, two years, and uh, they're about to start their second missionary journey, uh, Paul and Barnabas. And so we're going to jump in when they're about to start their second missionary journey. Uh, yeah, 36 to 41, chapter uh, 15. This agreement between Paul and Barnabas. 
Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it was wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia, Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sealed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left, con condemned by the, commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. He went to Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Uh, can somebody give me a quick rundown of what just happened? together for actually two years, um, finished their first missionary journey, um, and it's ready. It's time to go on their second one. Um, and and this, this disagreement happens, uh, and you know, uh, as Nigel said, um, Barnabas is like, hey, let's take my cousin Mark, uh, and Paul's like, the dude that dipped <laughs> on us and <laughs> left us out like wherever we were. Absolutely not. Uh, we are not taking this guy with us. Um, and, and we see that the, the disagreement was pretty sharp, right? Um, that like, it wasn't like a, nah, like, I don't really rock with them. It was like, no, like, we are absolutely not doing this. Um, and it was so sharp that um, they, they split ways. Um, and so they ended up going on two missionary journeys um, and ended up doing two different things. Um, but uh, this is gonna be the first point that I make. Um, and the first one here is that like disagreements come up. <laughs> it sounds kind of obvious, um, but I think when I was reading this, it was really interesting because Paul and Barnabas are such like towers in the faith. Like they are like kind of founding fathers in a lot of in a lot of ways. Um, and so the very fact that these two men, um, you know, had such a sharp disagreement uh, is a is a um, it's a good reminder for us that disagreements come up. <laughs> as you guys mentioned, as you guys were talking about your friends. Um, uh, disagreements come up, um, and then just thinking about this particular disagreement was that like it wasn't about something in scripture or like some theology or doctrine question or teaching that split them. <laughs> it was it was a question that they were asking that like wasn't explicitly in the Bible, um, right? It was like, do we take John Mark, uh, who dipped on us like eighteen to eighteen months to like eight, two years ago? Um, and you know, there's no there's no Bible verse that's like, if your cousin dips out on you in the 18th month or whatever, <laughs> uh, you need to bring him in or you need to not bring him in. Um, and so um, we're reminded here that like there are things in Scripture um, that there are things that are explicit in Scripture and there are things that aren't super explicit in Scripture. Um, and sometimes disagreements are going to come up between those two things. Um, and it's important uh, that uh, as as believers that 
when, when these disagreements come up, um, that they, we don't allow them to determine uh, how we move forward. Um, and so <laughs> we, we see here like Barnabas was, you know, he's, a, he's called the son of encouragement. And we can see he's like, he's really focused on the potential of Mark. He's like, you know, like Mark, he done goofed, like Mark made a mistake. Um, but we need to take Mark. And, and Paul, he's focused on the work ahead. He's like, hey, like, people don't know the gospel. People don't know Jesus. Like, we need to go, and like, we just can't have to do with us. Um, and so there's actually like no explicit right or wrong decision here um, in, in this particular case. Um, but we see that they end up splitting ways. Um, and so, you know, even, even though these two people who like know God, love God, um, end up having this huge debate um, and split up, it doesn't excuse the fact that um, they were pretty uh, bitter <laughs> and they were pretty resentful with each other um, in the beginning of that um, split. Um, and so it reminds us that, um, that, that we need to be careful about how we respond um, in, in moments where there are disagreements um, and that it's, it's important that uh, when these disagreements happen that we kind of look, um, that if, even though the disagreement was pretty bad and the split happened, it's important that like, we can look to the future and like, have hope that the Lord will do something about it. Um, and so uh, this kind of flows into the next point. Uh, so years down the line, um, so Paul goes off with Silas, Barnabas goes off um, with Mark, um, and they end up doing a lot of great work. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of weird. Their, their disagreement that could have you know, messed things up and broken things actually doubled <laughs> the, uh, it, it doubled the amount of um, people who were hearing the gospel because it split in half and like, went their ways. And so though this was not their original plan, um, the Lord um, used their brokenness. He used um, the fact that like they they were messy people. <laughs> um, he used the fact that they were they were doing that um, to, to bring about uh, a pretty big change. And so the the next point here is like not to allow disagreements to, to get in the way of following God. Um, <laughs> uh, Paul ended up writing <laughs> half of the Bible like after this, right? <laughs> and so we see that. Uh, even after a sharp disagreement, um, that it is so possible um, to to accomplish the mighty work of God, and that God will continue um, to spread His gospel um, afterwards. Because um, many of us are here as a direct result <laughs> of, of Paul um, and Barnabas both continuing to do work even after a disagreement. Um, and so, uh, so that was the second point. So the first thing was that disagreements come up. Right, um, and it's important how we, um, we we address those disagreements. Uh, but sometimes it's okay for disagreements to come up as long as we handle them in a good way. Um, and then the second point I just brought up was that um, uh, after disagreements, um, that we should still continue to follow the will of the Lord. We should still continue to do the Lord's work. Um, we shouldn't allow like bitterness to grow in our hearts to the point where. Um, we, we can't move forward even after a disagreement. Um, and the third, the third point here is that um, God works in all things. Um, I think uh, as, as we continue throughout the Bible, um, we're, we're going to actually read um, what, ends, what Paul ends up saying about um, Mark at the end of his life. Um, uh, so let's go ahead. So let's go ahead and flip our Bibles. Um, to 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 
So Second Timothy, just, just flip to the right a bit. Um, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, First Thessalonians, and Second Timothy chapter four. Uh, yeah. So Second Timothy chapter four, verses nine through thirteen. Uh, can I have somebody on this half read for us? Can anybody be willing to read? Um, yeah, Second Timothy chapter four. Uh, verses 9 through 13. I want you guys, I want some of you guys to flip into it. Um, some context here is that Paul is at the end of his life. Um, Paul is actually uh, in a dungeon <laughs> in chains for preaching the gospel um, because at this time people did not rock with Christians. And so, um, and it's still the case in different parts of the world. Um, but yeah, Paul is in a dungeon and he's pretty, he's pretty sure he's going to die. <laughs> And so he's, he's writing out some final letters um, to different people. Um, and so these are actually one of the, some of the last words we hear from the Apostle Paul, who just spent his entire life um, kind of preaching the gospel. And he's about to say something uh, about this, this guy, uh, John Mark, who peaced out on him, <laughs> you know, all these years ago, um, and who caused the sharp uh, disagreement and split uh, between him and Barnabas. And he's, he's gonna say something about um, Mark. Um, and so can I have somebody on this half uh, read that for us? So 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 9 through 13. Anybody have a look at me? Part 2. Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world and has departed for Thessalonia, Thessalonica, Crescens, and Galatia, Titus for the Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry and Tychius I have sent to Ephesus, Ephesus and bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas when you come and the books, especially the parchments. Amen. Amen. Yeah, can you read verse 11? Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you for he's useful to me for ministry. about Mark. Uh, can anybody kind of like, you know, what, is, what does Paul think about Mark basically at the end of his life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th this, is, this is a pretty, pretty sharp contrast to um, earlier on in Paul's life when he first interacts um, with Mark. Uh, and <laughs> so we can see that um, uh, Things, things changed. <laughs> uh, it, it, took, it took many years, but things um, changed between them. Um, and so the last point that I want to make um, is that the Lord like works in all things. Um, scripture tells us that like 
Um, in all things, God works for the good of those who, who love and who have been called according to his purpose. And so, how's that? Oh, can you? I just, just run it back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah some of them found it. Um, but yeah, so it often takes people time to learn from their mistakes, <laughs> right? Um, for, for, for Mark, after you know, deserting uh, Paul and Barnabas, um, he was given a second chance uh, by Barnabas, right? Barnabas, like the, the, the son of encouragement, is what his name means. Um, uh, gave him a second chance, um, and, and he ended up proving himself to be really useful. Um, and, and Paul himself, the person who had split so, so drastically because of Mark, um, ended up realizing this, that like Mark, um, as he says here, has become very useful um, for ministry. And, Mark becomes so useful, um, he ends up writing a whole book of the Bible. Can anybody guess what book of the Bible Mark wrote? Mark. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mark, Mark ends up vibing with so many um, apostles and disciples of Jesus that he's like, oh, I've like spent enough time around you guys that like, I basically know the story of Jesus. And so we see Mark um, ends up becoming um, pretty, uh, pretty useful for things. Um, no, we're able to find. Okay, I'll go over your first. Um, and we you know that all things work together for good to them that love God, them who are called according to the purpose. Thank you. Yeah, and so uh, that was like the big point that, that was to be made here. That like even even in conflicts, and so like I would like you guys to like kind of think of like old conflicts that have happened, or people that you don't rock with anymore, or, or relationships and things that um, you know, are, are you know, not there <laughs> because of conflict. Um, and you guys, for you guys to be encouraged that the Lord works in the good of all things um, and that like, he is growing you as an individual. He's growing um, that person uh, who you guys might have split uh, ties with in their own way. Um, so as we, as we look to, to Paul and you know, the, the words that he says um, about Mark uh, at the end of his life, like, what had to happen <laughs> uh, in in, uh, in in Paul's like heart and mind for, to be able to even say these these things about Mark? Um, yeah, <laughs> right. He he had to forgive him, um, and uh, you know he not only had to forgive him, he had to reconcile with him. Um, and uh, so there was forgiveness here, and there was also reconciliation because now they're like they're they're buds. Um, does anybody know the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation? Um, or no? Uh, oh, yeah. I think forgiveness is when you forgive the person, and then when you forgive the person, you forgive them, and then you need to connect with them. So instead of just forgiving them, you build your bonds back. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good way to put it. Um, yeah, and so I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, so when we talk about forgiveness, um, first off, why do we forgive, right? Why do we forgive? Uh, if you guys think back to Olivia's message two weeks ago, um, why do we forgive? Yeah, that's a good joint. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, for that. And so I'm gonna recap the three points that I made um, as we kind of wrap up this conflict resolution um, that like one disagreements come up um, and that, that we shouldn't um, shy away from them, but we need to be intentional in the midst of disagreements. Um, and two, that we shouldn't allow disagreements um, to come in the way of like doing what the Lord wants. Uh, we can't let it like grow bitterness in our hearts. We can't let it um, distract us from the way God wants us to live, uh, because that's not what happened with Paul and Barnabas. They continue to do their work even after their split. Um, and that three, uh, we can rest assured knowing that the Lord works in all things. And we see in Paul and Barnabas' life that like, and Mark's life as they they split ways, um, but the Lord still worked in each of their individual lives um, to to bring healing and to like do good work with them. Um, and so I hope that, that that kind of encourages you guys as we close our conflict resolution. Um, we started with conflict resolution between us and God, families, and then between our friends. Um, and so I hope you guys are taking something away from this um, this theme of conflict resolution. <laughs> and and I hope you guys kind of learned something from that. Um, does anybody have any like points or anything they want to make before we kind of close um, for for today? I can just throw out the question, uh, what is something you guys have taken away from either this particular message um, or the, the theme or the series that we've done over the last three weeks um, from when Olivia went to Patricia and I? Um, I think it's like one thing to take away. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's huge. Let God lead in the conflicts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not allow disagreements to get in the way um, of us following God. Um, anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, forgiveness is for ourselves. And not always for, yeah, not always for the other person. Bona, did you have a point? Yeah, no, in all things, forgiveness is like super important. Um, yeah, so I appreciate you guys saying that. And I can kind of pray to close the sermon part, and then we can take collection um, and then kind of be done with the service. Um, let's pray. Uh, Lord, we thank you for today. Um, we thank you for the opportunity to be here, uh, to learn about the ways in which you move um, in the lives of Paul, Barnabas, and Mark, um, even in the midst of their disagreements, um, to to allow your face and your glory to be shown. Um, Lord, I just ask that you would help us, um, as you know we've learned about conflict resolution, to, to put you first in the midst of conflict, um, to, to, to be reminded that we first were reconciled to you. Um, and because of that, we can um, be reconciled to others, Lord. But um, above that, that you call us to forgive. And so because we were forgiven by you, we can forgive others. And so I ask that you would help us to, to do that as a starting step um, to, to conflict management. So we pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Uh, we're going to call ahead the praise and worship team to lead us through praise and worship.